Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever it is that y'all are, whatever part of your day that you're in. We're going to have a little sit today instead of one of our normal walks. It just kind of worked out that way. So, for those of y'all joining, I appreciate y'all giving me a little bit of your time, and for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and to help it grow, as always, thank you so much. We're going to go back to reading a couple of the Christmas messages from past presidents for this episode, and we're going to go back to 1945. And this is an address from President Truman at the lighting of the National Community Christmas Tree on the White House grounds. We're just going to read through it and we'll talk about it a little bit. We'll see if we can get a couple in today. So, December 24th, 1945. Ladies and gentlemen and listeners of the radio audience, this is the Christmas that a war-weary world has prayed for through long and awful years. With peace come joy and gladness. The gloom of the war years fades as once more we light the National Community Christmas Tree. We meet in the spirit of the first Christmas when the midnight choir sang the hymn of joy. Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Let us not forget that the coming of the Savior brought a time of long peace to the Roman world. It is therefore fitting for us to remember that the spirit of Christmas is the spirit of peace, of love, of charity to all men. From the manger of Bethlehem came a new appeal to the minds and hearts of men. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another. In love, which is the very essence of the message of the Prince of Peace, the world would find a solution for all its ills. I do not believe there is one problem in this country or in the world today which could not be settled if approached through the teaching of the Sermon on the Mount. It's a pretty good point there, folks. I'm going to stop for just a second. The, the statement here by Truman I do not believe there is one problem in this country or in the world. Certainly true. Um, and we may not have a whole lot of hope of it in the world, but folks, as a Christian nation, this is the whole point, really. We have forgotten who we are. And so we've forgotten Christ and God and, the, and that, that they are who founded this nation, really. They're who who we built this nation upon. As Jackson said, the Bible is the rock upon which this republic rests. And so when he's talking about, you know, all these problems today that we see, folks, these very real problems, broken families, uh, hurting children, uh, increase in suicides, the LGBTQ relationships, the looting, uh, the destruction we see in our cities, suffering in the communities, the rampant criminal activity, illegal immigration, uh, greed and theft via socialism and communism. Um, I mean, 
the list kind of goes on and on, right? But as you look across the country and you see these problems, these words of Truman after they had just come out of World War II are so true and so, so timely in the sense that, that if we would just stop and listen, it would prevent us from going into this war that we're headed to, this civil war, because that's right where we're headed, folks. Just at a breakneck pace, because the the principles that this country was founded on cannot coexist with the evil principles that we see promoted by the left so much today. And we talk about that list. You know, there's a lot of places where we can negotiate, folks, between uh, differing views in the country. That's the great thing about freedom of speech, etc. But there's a handful of issues that just go directly against the teachings from God and the Bible and the Christian foundation of this country. And we used to realize that, whether you're talking about marriage or the sanctity of life, or whether you're talking about the fact that a man has the right to what he's worked for, not to be taken away by the government, um, you know, private property rights, uh, really... The list goes on and on, folks, and we could talk about each of those, and maybe we should talk about those a little bit more, but I think the point right now with this podcast is so much to get back to our roots and look at these things like this Christmas message that Truman said and and hear his words saying, you know, all these problems we have, and of course this was 1945, but it's still true today. We could, they could all be settled if we would go back to Christ's teachings. We'll continue here. The poet's dream, the lesson of the priest and patriarch, and the prophet's vision of a new heaven and a new earth are all summed up in the message delivered in the Judean hills beside the Sea of Galilee. Would that the world would accept that message in this time of its greatest need. This is a solemn hour. In the stillness of the eve of the nativity, when the hopes of mankind hang on the peace that was offered to the world 19 centuries ago, it is but natural, while we survey our destiny, that we give thought also to our past, to some of the things which have gone into the making of our nation. You will remember that St. Paul, the apostle of the Gentiles and his companions, suffering shipwreck, cast four anchors out of the stern and wished for the day. Happily for us, whenever the American ship of state has been storm-tossed, we have always had an anchor to the windward. We are met on the south lawn of the White House. The setting is a reminder of St. Paul's four anchors. To one side is the massive pile of the Washington Monument fit symbol for our first anchor. On the opposite end of Potomac Park is the memorial to another of the anchors which we see when we look astern of the ship of state, Abraham Lincoln, who preserved the union that Washington wrought. Between them is the memorial to Thomas Jefferson, the anchor of democracy. On the other side of the White House in bronze rides Andrew Jackson, fourth of our anchors, the pedestal of his monument bearing his immortal words, 
our federal union. It must be preserved. A couple things here, folks. Uh, one, as you see all these statues teared down, teared down, tore down across the country, realize that those people, uh, whether they know it or not, although I would argue that, that many of them do know it, but whether they know it or not, what they're doing is they're helping to destroy the foundation of the country. They're not fighting against racism or bigotry or, or greed or anything else, no matter what their words say. Their actions say that they're tearing down this republic. That's their goal. Uh, what, again, whether, whatever words they may say, that's what their actions are, are, are leading us to. And if we don't know, if we aren't anchored, as Truman said, if we aren't anchored to our history, to our heritage... Uh, then we're just adrift at sea. And our, our heritage, he's talking about these four men, but what did he start with? He started with Paul, the Apostle Paul. Again, the Apostle that Christ delegated, that God delegated to go to the Gentiles, to people who were not Jewish. That's where he gets this analogy with the four anchors between Washington and Lincoln and Jefferson and Jackson. It all goes back to Jesus Christ, folks, and it's, it's so, so blatantly obvious that the reason that our country is suffering is because we have gone away from that heritage. We've forgotten it. We don't teach it in education anymore. We don't live it in a day-to-day -day life. We, we spend so much time testing students now. We spend so much time on frivolous things that have no point in their lives. We spend so much time as adults watching television or on our phones or social media or uh, watching sex or watching sports and and we don't spend any time on the things that anchor us on on this heritage of our country and and that heritage being a direct link back to Christ which is the foundation of this country that it's no wonder that we're adrift today that we're losing our way and that's what Truman is talking about here in this Christmas message. And the other thing, there's some uh, segment out there that, that see the troubles, or at least they think they see them clearly and, and their solution, both some that are national pundits and some that are just everyday citizens, their solution is secession. That's a failed solution. That's not a solution. That's the same thing that the Confederacy tried for, for immoral reasons. And regardless of how moral our reasons are, Abandoning the Union is not our right. As Jackson said, our federal Union, it, it must be preserved. If we don't, we disgrace the memory of those that have come before us. And, folks, the people that are trying to destroy our country, they have no right to it. They have no right to it. America belongs to those who love her. And you cannot love a nation, any nation, without a love for the foundation of that nation. need to let that sink in for a minute. You cannot love a nation if you do not love her founding principles. And, and there is no right of people. We have no, no responsibility and no right really even. We, have, we are duty bound to reject people that want to come in and destroy our nation.
Because you talk about pure religion from a Christian point of view, God says, is to care for the widow and the orphan. How can we possibly care for the widow and the orphan if we allow people that stand for evil values that we know are evil to come in and take over even the smallest sliver of our nation? We'll keep going here. It is well in this solemn hour that we bow to Washington, Jefferson, Jackson, and Lincoln as we face our destiny with its hopes and fears, its burdens, and its responsibilities. Out of the past, we shall gather wisdom and inspiration to chart our future course. Real quick there, just side note, folks. Out of the past, we shall gather wisdom and inspiration to chart our future course. I say this often these days, it seems like, because uh, I stole it from Lincoln out of, out of one of his addresses. We've forgotten God. Well, that's our past. And so when we forget that, we lose any wisdom and inspiration to chart our future course. That's why we're so adrift right now. We've lost the anchors, as Truman's saying. We've lost our wisdom and our inspiration because we've forgotten our past. We've forgotten God. We've forgotten the principles of Christ. And we've forgotten the men and women who have come before us. With our enemies vanquished, we must gird ourselves for the work that lies ahead. Peace has its victories no less hard won than success at arms. We must not fail or falter. We must strive without ceasing to make real the prophecy of Isaiah. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war anymore. There's a great quote, folks, by uh, Adams out there. And I can't remember it all right now, but basically he said that he had to focus on war and politics so that his children could focus on, on math and art or something like that. The point that he was making is that he had to focus on these really nasty things so that his children and grandchildren could focus on more pleasurable things. But the problem there, and I'm not saying that Adams didn't realize this, but the problem, because we all want it better for our children, right? We always want the next generation to be better. But we have gotten so good, as Lincoln said, we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts because we have so many blessings that we're doing it. And what that does is it creates a weak people, right? When we refuse to continue to acknowledge God. And so I find it interesting here when Truman said, peace has its victories no less hard won than success at arms. Really? Peace sometimes is harder to be successful at because of pride, right? Arrogance. We think, oh, we did this. We don't need anybody. We don't need God. And that's exactly what's happened to us. We've had so much for so long, so much more than any country in the history of the entire world God has blessed us with. And we've gotten so arrogant and so greedy and so lazy, and, and the list goes on and on that we're losing at winning. One last paragraph, folks. In this day, whether it be far or near, the kingdoms of this world shall become indeed the kingdom of God, and he will reign forever and ever, Lord of lords and King of kings. With that message, I wish my countrymen a Merry Christmas and a joyous days in the new year. I mean, that pretty much sums it up, folks. President Truman saying, 
whether, whether it's a near day or a far day, at some point, the kingdom of God will come and Jesus Christ will reign forever and ever. That, that's, that's the foundation of our country, and we've got to get back to that across the board. Uh, if we have any hope of avoiding this war that's coming, we have got to get that back immediately into culture and education. Um, and it may be too late already. But if we have any hope, that's where it has to be immediate. And um, what did we used to say in the Marine Corps? <laughs> I can't remember right now. Executed without prejudice or with prejudice, with prejudice, right? We have to put God first in our country with, with force with kindness and patience and compassion and the things that God says are love, but absolutely, unequivocally put God back at the center of our country. Has to. Uh, if you really want America to be successful, and if you know anything about history, which I hope we're helping with a little bit here on this podcast, you see how blatantly obvious it is that that has to be the core of our country. So I'll leave you folks. Sure to appreciate y'all joining me. As always, thank you so much for those of y'all that continue by word of mouth or wherever you share the podcast. Uh, it helps immensely. It is helping. It's continuing to grow. Hopefully it's shining a little light in the darkness for our country and, and for us as individuals. Uh, when you know that there's other people out there that support you and encourage you, it gives you strength to get through the day, right? So as always... God bless y'all. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon.